baby said goodbye. Lord, I don't know what I'll do. All I do is sit and sigh. Oh, Lord, that last long day she said goodbye. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This is Reservations, and I'm Rain Wing. And I'm... Gerald? Gerald? Hold on. Hold on. Poinsettia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was good. Gerald, was that with a J or a G? Dealer's choice. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like in the beginning of the whole um, Egypt uh, uprising of Muammar Gaddafi. No one could could uh, settle on a spelling for Gaddafi, and so sometimes it was a Q, sometimes a K, sometimes a C, sometimes yeah. That's so, so funny. Um, so yeah, dealer's choice. What a way to come back, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, it's been two fucking weeks. Yeah, it's been two weeks, man. It's been a long uh, time. But guess what? You're married now. I am married now. Look at that right there, bro. Oh, uh, shit. Look at that. Now People you, at YouTube, you can see the ring. Yeah, you can have sex. Uh, yeah, she still said no. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I mean... No That's one, okay. I mean, no one said you had to have yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's just, just now legally... Legally, I could. In the eyes of our Lord and Savior, you can have sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, dude, uh, dude, the wedding was tight. Uh, yeah. The mountains were beautiful. Yeah. Um, Fucking even leaving like Walmart, there's like mountains. Yeah, dude. Ashley, like, Ashley was like, she was like, I could live here. I was like, yeah, really? It's like, yeah. Like, and, well, never, because it's New Mexico. Fuck New Mexico. <laughs> uh, legal weed, bro. Well, you yeah, but the speed limit's terrible. Oh uh, my god, don't even. The talk roads to me. are bad. Uh, well, dude, when we left that night, bro, I was convinced I was going to hit a deer. Yeah. It was so foggy it was and it was so dark. dark. And I I will say, though, that is a plus about the darkness. Because uh, when we were staying in our cabin, like, it was just so dark. Yeah. And it kind of freaked me out the first night. But then I was like, you know what? It's That's okay. It's because I'm used to living in the city. Yeah. But, but no, dude, the ceremony was beautiful. Uh, I have been dreaming of that carnitas for two weeks that's dope because normally like i told Haley, like listen the food just can't be bad it yeah. can be okay it can be decent it could be okay or great it can't just be bad. because you're gonna remember bad and you're gonna remember great i don't care if you don't remember what food we had right yeah so it's fine dude when ashley tried it before me and she was like oh, yeah. she's like you need to you need to get in on this yeah, uh, the second closest was the mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, the mac and cheese was real dude, good. Yeah. Mac and cheese was tight. Thank God we got to eat. Um, I was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to eat. Dude, well, and I. well, then y'all kept, I, I, I felt bad for y'all because I noticed like y'all would sit down and start to eat. And then someone would want y'all to get up and dance. Yeah. So you get up yeah. and dance again. And yeah. I'm like, they are never going to get to yeah, eat. Yeah, I was like, I want to eat though. <laughs> so uh, they got to eat fast. It was kind of like Ashley and I's wedding. Um, we were trying to eat. But... Uh, and everyone kept coming up and talking to us and hugging us. I'm like, like I'm trying to eat my finger food. Because like I said, we were cheap asses and right. we fed everyone finger sandwiches and no, like hey man, shit. You, I mean, listen, catering's expensive, so good for you. But, good for you. but yeah, man, it was awesome. Yeah, uh, I laughed so hard when Keegan was like, he's like, come on, man, let's let's go say something. I was like, yeah, 
I'm like, wait, do we have to? He's like, no, no, come on, let's, let's go say something. I was like, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, I already have to give one speech at a wedding four days yeah, from now. that's true. And I was like, I don't want to. And then they were like, all right, we're going to cut the cake now. And he was just so awkwardly like, I was like oh, 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 did you, did you want to? Because <laughs> like, it's not happening. It's, so. it's not happening now. So do you want to do it? Do it now. Like cake's more important than whatever you have to say. Yeah. I, I feel bad because he, it would have been, it would have been really good. Whatever he Do you think he would have made you cry? Uh, no, but it would have been like really sappy on him. Yeah. Do you think like, he would have cried? No, no, but it would have been, he's good at that. He's, he's got radio voice and he's good at, dude, uh, for sure, speaking. Keegan, dude, if we ever got to the point where we had like an engineer in here with us, it would have to be Keegan. That way, you know, people would be he seeing, chime in. people would see us and then they'd hear this really deep, soothing voice in yeah. the background. Like, Hey guys, I think you're wrong. Yeah. Mm. Actually, I uh, looked it up and, uh, you know, that's a terrible yeah, the, Keegan impression, but it's, you know, it, it's, it's. It's nice. It's a yeah. good radio voice. Oh, yeah. Um, for, anyway, for we've been droning on for podcasting. Too long. Yeah. So we're back, everyone. Yep. Jeremy's married. I'm married. Uh, he's now Jeremy Flanagan. I wish. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, excited to get back into it because we have been droning on for a little bit too long. Yes. I will say before we get started, um, I saw an amazing movie the other day called The Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, and you finally uh, watched it? Yeah. Oh, it was great so okay on the scale considering the last time they saw it well they didn't see us because the video right fucked up the last time they heard us we were talking about yeah. Seven Psychopaths. so on yeah. the scale of martin movies now taking into consideration you've seen three billboards yeah and i haven't yeah uh how would you place this one i would put in bruges and seven psychopaths in one category which is full-on comedies okay. i would put uh, three billboards and Banshees of Inisherin on this side. I would say Banshees of Inisherin. I've learned how to say it, so I'm I'm proud of myself. You're proud. <laughs> so you're gonna say it till you die. I would say it's above Three Billboards. Uh, oh, only because I love the chemistry. But I mean, talking or not, uh, mean to each other or not, I love the chemistry between uh, Farrell and Gleason. So yeah, um, that that beats. Um, yeah, I saw that it was on HBO Max. I was like, oh. I know. As soon as I started, I go, well, I'm watching that today. So Yeah, probably when we're done here. Well, I don't know. Uh, Ashley and I have, if anyone has been watching as of this recording, Ashley and I have been finally getting into Wednesday, which, as I've told you off mic, it's like I'm not gonna say it. all the Gen Z shit I don't care for. Oof, that would be um, and, well, and, it, and it's also like, it's like a Gen Xer or a millennial has written this show mm. and they think this is how Gen Zs talk. So there's one episode where Enid, Wednesday's dorm mate, is like, oh, are you on Insta, TikTok, or Snapchat? And I was like, no one fucking says that. Maybe they do. I don't know. But here's what I'm going to say. But the the mystery element like of Wednesday trying to solve this mystery, that's what has me kind of hooked. Like what, what I would say is... When I say like the Gen Z stuff would bother me, it wouldn't bother me like I'm mad at Gen Z, like I'm like, rah, 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 whatever. It just like this isn't you for don't me. Get it? Yeah, I don't get it. Well, yeah, there's a there's a yeah. lot of like mel like high school melodrama shit, and I'm like, like I don't care. I don't like but it's it's the mystery element, and it's very Tim Burton. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna hopefully get around to watching Banshees because then also when I showed Ashley, because um, I showed you off mic what the new Doctor's look is gonna look like, yeah, she yeah. was like, maybe I should we watch it, and I was like, I. I would be down for oh my to stop where I'm already rewatching and go back and do it again. Wow. Uh, uh, 
Because I love Doctor Who. I know you do. Anyway, well, that's great. That's good to hear. I mean, I had no... I'm, I knew that that movie was going to be dope anyway. Um, I, You already watched stuff with subtitles on. Um, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, turn it up. Oh, shit. Um, it takes place in 1923. And in Ireland. Their right? accents are heavy. And they're using they're real. words that, you know, we don't use anymore. That's... And so, and they're, of awesome. course, they're also using cultural words also. And so you nice. really got to catch it. You got to pay attention. You got to listen because it's, it's hard. Uh, yes. Haley it was next to me. She's not really watching it. But even if she was, she was like, I can't, I can't turn understand it off. Them. I yeah. can't understand. Them. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, I'm not turning it off. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you just sit there. No. We're legally married yeah, we now. Yeah, we signed the papers. You're watching this movie. You're wa- <laughs> you legally agreed to watch movies with me now. That's right. Uh, but awesome, man. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I knew it was going to be dope. I just, I will hopefully get around to watching it yep. soon. Uh, but anyway, so if you remember two weeks ago, uh, today, finally, we are talking about Peter Bogdanovich's The Last Picture Show. Uh, I meant to look it up. This was his first movie, right? Or I don't think that's true. I don't think it is. I don't think it's um, true either. I meant to look it up so I could be I prepared can, for that. I can while we're talking, but, um, but yeah, I don't think that's true at all. Um, that's wrong. What you said. Uh, <laughs> but the opposite you said. Uh, no. Um, a few shorts, but he did... Um, yeah. This thing says he did a directed by John Ford. I don't know what that is. Um... Voyage to the Planet of para, Prehistoric Women. Uh, targets he had done beforehand. So, uh, okay. So, okay. So, he had already yeah. sort of started to make a name. For but, I mean, Last Picture Show was a huge hit, more yeah. so than the, these others. And then he did Paper Moon. He did What's Up, Doc. Um, so, yeah, this pretty, yeah, it, it skyrocketed his career for sure. Yeah. And as we kind of hinted at, uh, in Seven Psychopaths, this is sort of the beginning of the emergence of the new Hollywood era. It's near, actually, I would say it's near sort of the the tail end of the victory of New Hollywood because this is seventy one. So, um, really, the the counterculture in in New Hollywood sort of sort of started in like sixty eight. I would say, okay. you know, like um, definitely the. The real turning point was Easy Rider, and that was, um, I think, 69. Yeah, and that's um, in the collection. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then, of course, you know, once Easy Rider hit, then, I mean, these these films just kept pumping in. Yeah. And then that eventually led to other movies like Star Wars. You know, Star Wars is technically a part of the new Hollywood. Well, Late it was directly inspired by, because George was inspired by these directors, too. But anyway... <clears throat> Um, so this was a first time watch for the both of us. Yeah. And since this was your pick, you get to hit me with your first impressions. Okay. Um, I told Haley, right. It, it, it was a few minutes before it ended. Uh, she was next to me. She was wrapping presents. Uh-huh. Um, and every once in a while it was piquing her interest. Yeah. Cause every once in a while she looked at me and go, Oh, I know who that is. Oh, is that who that is? Oh, whatever. Um, she had a lot to say about, uh, civil shepherd, but, uh, oh, <laughs> her character. So I know. do I. I know. So, <laughs> Um, but I told her maybe five minutes before it ended, I go, I'm going to tell you something. I think I love this movie. Absolutely love it. (coughs) And Mm -hmm. it ended and I go, yep, (laughs) I love it. I think this is, this is going to be one of my top movies, 
uh, of all time on my list. Yeah, sure. I, um, I there was a lot of stuff I wasn't expecting in the movie, which I know we'll get into. Um, but yeah, I, same. I, I agree. Yeah, I I thought it was great, and you know, um, and of course we'll get really get into it. But the biggest point for me was Jeff Bridges. I mean, and this was a career defining moment for him. Yeah, you know, he'd done a few things before this, but this. And his dad is famous. Yeah. Um, Lloyd. So, uh, Lloyd, oh, Bo is his brother. Yes, That's Bo right. is his brother. Lloyd Bridges is their dad. Um, famous on Sea Hunt. If anybody watched that show back in the day, uh, I got to visit where they filmed that in Hollywood. There's oh. a restaurant there now. Um, and also, he was in High Noon. Um, oh, yeah. Lloyd Bridges was. Uh, and of course, famously, how I know him in Airplane. Uh, he's. Um, I picked a bad day to quit. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, get off your knees. You're blowing my mind. <laughs> dude, I yep. can't. I've You know how many times I've seen an airplane and never have made that connection? Yep, that's Lloyd. That's Jesus Lloyd Christ. Yeah, and in, um, that's a lie. The first time I ever saw Lloyd Bridges was in Seinfeld because he was uh, the Mandelbaum. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. And then it was airplane, and then I've been working backwards. But anyway. Anyway. So, yeah. so Jeff Bridges for you, that was like the yeah, because well, because I, as I said in our hundredth shout out to our hundredth episode, uh, the Big Lebowski. I love Jeff. Um, you know, Crazy Heart is at the top of my list oh, to watch. Oh yeah, uh, fucking great. I think Jeff just has an amazing range, and to see sort of kind of where it kind of started for him with this movie. It was fun for me to sit next to Haley and go, "Do you wonder what they look like right now?" <laughs> you know, because well, they're so fucking young in this movie. Everybody oh, yeah. is so young in this movie. It took me a second to realize, even though I know we're really going to talk about her, Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. Because I was like, that's that's not Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, that's... And uh, then I looked her, I was like, oh my God, That's Sean Spencer's mom. It's like, that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Um, I think... I it, de- it definitely makes me want to watch more uh, Peter Bogdanovich movies. Um R.I.P. Peter Bogdanovich. I oh, know. Um, I feel like the last thing I saw him in was It Chapter 2. Yeah. As the director, the director. of... <laughs> Whatever movie they're of, doing. Of uh, Will's... Uh, not Will. Oh, my God. Um, Stuttering Bill. Is... Bill. That's it. No. Uh, Bill's fucking movie. Uh, that He just comes in. Like, the ending's terrible. Uh, yeah, he's on the... He's fucking... on the fucking crane, and he comes <laughs> in, and he's like... Your ending's terrible. Yeah, that exactly. And then he's just gone, and that's it. it was Peter um, I don't know if it was that or if it was his Buster Keaton documentary uh, that he directed. It's amazing. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, and I. the only other time I'd seen Peter Bogdanovich was in his guest appearance in How I Met Your Mother. Uh, yeah. I was so happy about that. I was like, you may recognize him from that, but... Oh, uh, the whole Willem Dafoe thing? Yeah. That sounds like a frog and a... Uh, Her recall, that stuff's not as good as yours. Yeah. Well, that's that's child of divorce over here. That was my coping mechanism. <laughs> now that I can't stop. Yeah. But anyway, so okay, so let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, would you like to hit everyone with the synopsis? Yes, I I read a little bit. <clears throat> that's a lie. I read a sentence. <laughs> of didn't have yeah. a lot of time to do a lot of research this time, but um, neither did I. But I loved how they put it. Um, it takes place between the lull between world war ii and korea mm-hmm. right i love that mm-hmm. because it it sort of paints a picture of 
um, much like the town, there's not a lot going on, right? Yeah. Um, and it's sort of like this this very dull uh, place to be, which mm-hmm. may be true. Um, but it's really just all of these these people who live in this town outside of Wichita Falls, Texas. Yeah. Which is why we like it, I'm sure. Um, and just their their lives. It, it's a year of their lives. Um, yeah. Basically. Um, it follows um, really three main high school students and a few adults around the town mm-hmm. um, and just their lives. I really don't want to get more into it because then we'll start going into individual people and that's, that's going to take forever. That's fine. Um, I think my favorite, if we can talk favorites Let's before talk we favorite. even get started, yeah, yeah, uh, my favorite is Ben Johnson uh, who plays Sam the Lion. Oh, dude. Um, who... Again, I it took me a minute because I was like, I know that face, I know that voice. Um, I looked him up. He owns the Angels and Angels in the Outfield. He is the 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 team owner, and oh my god, like Shout I just lost my mind to Angels in the Outfield. I was like, no wonder, <laughs> you know, yeah. no wonder I feel a sense of comfort with with this guy. Well, and and of course, Sam, the character of Sam, which I know we'll get more into, is he is sort of like the the town wise man. I know? agree. I he is. Yeah, he's pretty much the the moral center of mm-hmm. of the town. Yeah. Um, but I guess we can start with Timothy Bottoms, uh, yeah, Sonny. Sonny. Um, sort of our main character. He, yeah, I would say more than Jeff Bridges' character, uh, Dwayne, and fucking Civil Shepherd, JC. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sonny, I feel like we're seeing the world more through Sonny's eyes. Uh, yes, I think we're, as far as the the adolescent coming of age portion of this story of this movie goes, we're seeing it through his eyes. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the town through his eyes. We're seeing what his experience, right? Yeah. Um, through Sonny's eyes. And what I thought was really interesting was I, I like how he's a little bit more, and we see this early on that he's, he fancies himself a little more mature, mm-hmm. I think than most people so far that he's just like, you know what? Then, he just breaks up with his girlfriend. You know, then I guess we should just break up. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. If I keep ruining our, our nights, then why don't we just break up? With yeah. Let's just do it then. And, yeah. uh, and then of course, then he starts to have that affair with, uh, Cloris Leishman's yeah. character. Ruth. Yeah. Which was interesting. I didn't see the story going in that direction at Neither all. Neither did I. Uh, when, when the coach tells him to go pick up his wife and take her to the clinic and, drive her back yeah and that's how you know it's a small town and i knew it was in once you see it's cloris leachman you know dude so before we really get into it uh this this is like a a greatest hits of all the movies we talked about with these actors jeff bridges cloris leachman and shocking us both ellen burst ellen burston uh burston i always forget that's in ellen burston uh if anyone for remembers She's Jared Leto's mom in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, uh, Sarah Goldfarb <clears throat> in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, she's we, a total knockout. We, I, I can't get into it right now. We're, we're yeah. talking about Sunny, but yeah, Sunny. Um, <laughs> once we get to her, we'll we'll get to yeah. her because I end up really really liking her too. Um, you don't you don't think you will when the movie starts, but then yeah you know, yeah I really didn't think I was gonna like like Ellen, but anyway okay so Sunny Sunny, um, I. Sonny is, is sort of, I think Sonny is the representation of the audience. Yeah. I think, right? Sonny is, we're not necessarily trying to leave the town. Mm -hmm. And in fact, technically, 
as far as the the film structure goes, we don't, right? Yeah. The farthest we get is Oklahoma, and that's like they barely get they in. Barely them. make it, and if yeah. anybody knows where Wichita Falls is, it's not that far. So yeah. Um. So and it, I don't. That doesn't count. Um. But you know, he's really just trying to live his life. He's trying to just live. You know what I mean? This yeah. he's not really you know. He doesn't have any aspirations. He's not trying to do anything special. He's not trying to get out and make something of himself. He's right. He's just living in this town, right? Yeah. He doesn't seem to have a relationship with his father, um, as evidence at the Christmas party, mm-hmm. where his dad like barely recognizes him, and you know asks how he's doing. Which that didn't really need a whole lot of fleshing out for me. I kind of liked that subtle. You know, yeah, okay, like, they don't really, they're not yeah. involved in each other's lives, yeah. right? I don't need more than that. But, uh, but yeah, when he starts having that affair with Cloris Leachman, uh, Ruth, yeah, um, that was that was an, that was one of the first interesting turns the movie takes, where I go, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's interesting, yeah, right. It is based on a novel, the movie, yeah, which I read was semi autobiographical. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and this movie has a lot of adultery yeah. in it, a lot of cheating. I, uh, yeah, yeah I was not expecting, uh, as much sexual tension and sex in this movie, but then again, it's 1971. Yeah. Why am I so surprised? But I genuinely was, I was like, I, I felt like, um, I felt like that very special episode of Webster like that's a titty. That's a titty. <laughs> Whole room full of titty. Uh, but yeah. But anyway, I just was I, that kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. But I was like, well, I, we got to keep going. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, you know, compose my thoughts here because, uh, which is what I should have done before this show. Um, <laughs> and I'd seen, I've seen Timothy Bottoms before in other things, right? I uh, Animal House number one. Um, and who was in Animal House? I don't remember. I just remember he was in Animal House. I've only seen the movie once. And was he one of the ROTC guys? I don't think so. Maybe. I I've seen Animal House too, but I... And then um, Johnny got his gun, which is amazing. He's the main character in that, and it's tremendous. Uh, Dalton Strombo film, it's well, amazing. Anyway, um, I thought he was superb in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as sort of, he's, he's naive in a way, right? Yeah. Coming into his age, right? This is definitely the coming of age portion of this of this movie, mm-hmm. um, and you know, trying to find himself through the relationships that he has with everyone in the town, right? Mm-hmm. Sam being, I think, the most important to I, him. I think, yeah, I think Sam is more, and then Billy is the second. I think Sam is more of a father figure to him, uh, definitely. Yeah, and Billy is sort of the his younger brother, and so which. In a way, can I blow your mind? He is his brother. He is his yeah, brother. No. Yeah, no, I looked that up. <laughs> okay. I was like, I was like, I'm like, there's no way they yeah, like, both just happen to have the last name of Bottoms. Bottoms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. But in context of the story, right. yes. Billy's definitely sort of the the younger brother. Yes. Uh, to to Sonny. And so when they um, when they sort of like half humiliate Billy by getting him that prostitute, yeah, who, she was gross. Um, oh, she yeah yeah she's disgusting. Um, that sort of, you know, when that breaks Sam's heart, you know, and, you mm-hmm. know, telling him they can't frequent his establishments anymore, you know, that that kind of kills Sonny a little bit. But, of course, he gets back and 
Sam's good and graces. Sam's good graces, yeah. Yeah, because he, well, he owns up to it. And yeah. Tells him, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, because it definitely was something that Sonny went along with, even though he maybe, his heart wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's guilty by association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but, he didn't, like, he wasn't, like, the ringleader or whatever. It was that other guy. I don't remember his name. Um, well, it was, yeah, the other, well, as I learned recently, because I, I wanted to rewatch it, um, the ringleader, the guy, had a small part, but he was there to teach all the actors who were from California uh, how to be Texans. That makes sense. Because I watched Jeff Bridges' GQ, and he starts with the last picture show. Okay. And apparently those two become, they became really good friends, and he's been his stand-in. Really? Throughout his career. Wow. Because they, they had such a good relationship on this. But That's fun. Yeah, because Jeff was like, yeah, he taught all those California kids how to be Texans. Yeah. Well, and I asked one of my employees today, I was like, I was like, where do you think Jeff Bridges is from? She was like, oh, like somewhere in Texas, right? Yeah. I was like, no, he's from L.A. He does a good, he does a good accent. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, that guy was the ringleader. And then Jeff, Dwayne, definitely yeah, was like, definitely. He was like let's, yeah, yeah, let's do this. And then, you know, I love the, the line where he's like, thank God I was asleep or I wouldn't be able to play pool, <laughs> you know? Um, so, all right. But this is a good transition into Sam. Mm-hmm. Saying the line because, Absolutely. um, dude, all right. I wish we could just, and I know we can't because that would just take up too much time and who's got the time, but to just play his monologue that he, that he has when they're fishing. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Holy yeah. shit. And, 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 you know, I know we usually wait before we start talking about the technicality, but the push-ins and yes. push-outs. Oh, I know. Glorious. I know. Really, really accentuating the really dense moments and then pulling out to yeah. get more. And to get, um, to to remind the audience and of course to see Sonny's, Sonny. uh, Sonny's reactions and, mm-hmm. you know, um, Dude. it's almost to be like, okay, now what do you think? Okay, let's push back in. Okay, let's push back out. Yeah. Uh, that was so awesome. Good. Yeah. So good. Um, and that story is just heartbreaking. And Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know. And growing up, the both of us growing up in Texas, you know, I'm sure, I know I certainly have, uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm sure we both have experienced an old timer like that, you know, who's reminisced about, you know, like, I remember when, not to quote Doc Brown, like when all this was, you know, (laughs) but like, I was sitting there watching and listening. I was like, I, I've met like people like this. that was one of the moments where i go i think i love this movie yeah you know yeah it's it's such a great monologue because you know billy and then of course the payoff at the end fuck i no. mean yeah you're just like god damn it that is so good yeah and it, yeah. it just it makes the movie so so much richer that you know it's sort of like one of those um it, this is a bad example but um <laughs> It's it's kind of like, you know, um, an old time like mystery. Like it has to be someone we've met before. We've met. Right? Yeah. And so for it to for it to pay off to where um, and I forgot her name. Jesus Christ. Um, Lois, that Lois is that yeah. is that the it's one the who got away. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. You so know, geez, I had my suspicions when Sam's like because, you know, Sonny's like, why didn't you marry her? Oh, she was already married. I was like, oh, huh, interesting. 
But then I was like, everyone is getting married so young. And of course, 1951. Yeah, 51, 52. It was everyone, you know, baby boomers. Small town too. Yeah. Forget it. You're getting married right out of high school. No, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, Yeah, dude, Sam. And I love that he pretty much owns all three places that all these teens hang out. Yeah. He owns the pool hall. He owns the, the, the movie theater and he owns the cafe. Yeah. And those are, it's kind of like here, like if we went to the mall or, you know, Best Buy or, you know, and they were all owned by the same people, right. you know, cause that's our most frequented places. Yeah. Those are the places you and I went all the time yeah. in high school, the mall or Best Buy. Yeah. Better than some movies. Forget it. Um, yeah. I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, we really should have saved Sam for last because Sam, well, Sam is the heart of this town. Sam is what holds everything together. Because, he really is. Because once he's gone, yeah, spoiler. Once, Spo- oh, god, oh my god, shit. Once he's gone, the entire town collapses. It really does, right? And um, that's sort of like that last shot, you know, of the film where it's just desolate. It's gone, mm-hmm. right? Because he owned those three places, right? And then, of course, um, no one's going to keep up with it, right? No one's going to take over, yeah. right? His wife's not going to do that because she barely understood what was going on anyway, as they said. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, and, you know, and, and we hear through Sonny, you know, what he's got to do to keep the pool hall going. Right. Um, you know, he had to get a job. Because I'm pretty sure he didn't think he would he was going to have to work, but you know he was like, I got to keep the pool hall going. And that's sort of what I mean by you know he's not. It's not hurting him to be a roughneck, right? It's yeah. not like who cares, right? He, it's not killing him. He, it's not like his worst nightmare. It it's not like um, uh, Homer Hickam going to the mines, right? It, it's not. Like, did you just October bring up? Sky. I was about to say, did you just bring up October Sky? It's not like that, right? He doesn't mind. <laughs> now that actually is a good comparison. Thank you. It, uh, it's not like that, right? He's he's doing what he can to keep, you know, just doing what yeah. he's doing. Also, hang on. Shout out to October Sky, man. <laughs> that movie's fucking awesome. So, okay. What this movie does so well in sort of a it's it sort of a weird way is it's nostalgia, mm-hmm. right? Because this movie works on nostalgia in the way that it takes place in 1951 and 52. Mm-hmm. When it came out in 1971. So yeah. we're already... Working, reminiscing. Right, we're already reminiscing there. But then, of course, in the second half of this film where... Or, I guess, maybe even third act of this film where, you know, things are starting to be very different for Sonny. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, the the pool hall's going under, right? Mm-hmm. He can only see one more movie with his friend. Right? It, it's to bring it back to Sonny, it's, you know, we're seeing all of these, these things that are being taken away from him as he's getting older. Right. Yeah. Which is sort of what Sonny's monologue is all about. Right. Things that don't work out and, you know, getting older is sort of, you know, realizing all the things that could have been. And, you know, um, it's, it's fascinating. The, the oh, yeah. this, this culmination of different levels of nostalgia, mm-hmm. um, especially when, um, when Billy dies, yeah. When dude. when Billy dies, we see um, Sonny after you know taking him over to you know the sidewalk yeah, and get him out of the street because they were just gonna leave him there. Right. Um, he he walks into the pool hall one more time, 
and then that's it. I don't think he's going to go back. No. Right? No. Because that was the only thing he had left of Sam, number one, mm-hmm. um, was Billy. And that was really the only thing he had left from what was before, what would yeah. he would consider the good times. Yeah. Right? I, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, uh, another good segue to bring it to Dwayne. Yeah. His best friend, um, which, again, I can't speak enough, played so masterfully by Jeff. Yeah. Um, Dwayne is sort of the the anti-Sonny. He's everything yeah. Sonny isn't, uh, which isn't a bad thing. No. I think Sonny is such a well-written character mm-hmm. as a whole, but Dwayne is sort of the opposite of all that, which, of course, is the age-old opposites attract. Yeah. That's probably why they're best friends, because they play off of each other. Yeah. But Dwayne is... He kind of forces himself to grow up because yeah. he thinks it's the only way. You yeah. Know? He probably was the, you know, one of the more popular guys in, in school. I would, I would say so. Yeah. He was dating the richest and prettiest girl in school. Yep. And we'll get to fucking JC in a second. <laughs> um, but... You know, his world, just like Sonny, starts to unravel Yeah, with JC breaking up with him. Oh, my God. Just getting involved with JC in the first place. Yeah, Jesus, 100%. Why did you even do that? Yeah. Um, what I thought was interesting was, looking back on it now, um, it threw me for a little bit. Because when he gets off that truck and he's in his rough neck and stuff, um, it's oil field stuff. For those yeah. of you who don't know. Um, Which, I love that Peter Bogdanovich based a movie in Texas and was using terms that probably people in California were like, what? Like, what does that mean? What's yeah. a roughneck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oil filled. It's oil filled stuff. Yeah. But, um, he, and then they're in high school. I was like, yeah. oh, interesting. Like, that's, yeah, so a, probably, that's yeah. a weird part-time job to have. Yeah, uh, so he probably, as soon as school's over, goes, works. Yeah. They drop him off in the morning, and then he goes to school. Fuck that, man. Yeah, fuck but, that shit. But it, it, it kind of threw me, because like, oh, I th- wasn't expecting them to be in high school. I wasn't expecting them to be, you know, uh, seniors or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, because this is their last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but you're right. But yeah, so Dwayne's world begins to crumble. And the only thing he can kind of think of, unlike Sonny, is he thinks like, okay, if I get a job and I get money, she'll take me right. back. So he dips out to Odessa. Uh, he dips <laughs> out to go work in Odessa. And we don't see him for, I think they say like, what, like six months? It was a while. Yeah. We don't see him for a while, but, you know, they hear that, you know, he's doing good. He's got some It was money. over the summer. That's right. Yeah, so um, it was three months. And then he comes back and he's learned that all his hard work has essentially been for nothing. Right. What he thinks is what's going to get JC back mm-hmm. has been for nothing. Got a car. He... he is even like, you know, if I get more money, she'll take me back. Yeah. And so then he does the next logical thing when he's pretty much told like, yeah, all of this has been for nothing. He lists in the army. Yeah. The Korean war was at its, at its beginning. Beginnings. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. Cause he gets, he gets shipped off and then he comes back. Well, I guess he got shipped off for basic, basic training, training and then comes back and then he's going to Korea. Yeah. Um, um, what I, Haley laughed at the, all right, I'll see you in uh, nine months, but don't get shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that made Haley laugh. At her. <laughs> uh, well, and it, and it's such a great, you know, 
Dwayne is written as, you know, just to make jokes whenever yeah, possible. Yeah, I think he's more of the late. He's very Jeff Bridges because he's yeah. very laid back. hundred percent. You know, he's not. You know, he's not too worried about most stuff except for JC, right? Yeah. Um, Which I don't know if you knew. Did a little digging today. Oh, did you? Peter Bogdanovich did technically make a sequel to this movie. I was going to save this for the end. Yeah. But you brought up JC one more time. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. In 1990, uh-huh. he made a sequel called Texasville. Oh, I've heard of that. People don't like it. Okay. <laughs> but it picks up 33 years after the events of this movie. I see. Um, Are they back? Is everybody back? Everyone's back. Interesting. Um, but it's more so focused on Dwayne. I don't know if that would... See, I don't know if that would work as well. Because again, we're there are too many things working so well for this movie that are that are finite right well, and there's a couple things i was reading about the movie that i was like that doesn't make sense so hang on everyone so apparently in the movie Dwayne got his wish got rich started his own oil field company oh, okay well that'll do it um but it's failing now uh ruth is his secretary amazing which I'm like, he didn't even know Interact Ruth. with Ruth. I mean, he did because he was the coach's wife. She was the coach's wife. Yeah. You know I mean? Everybody um, knows who she is. Uh, Randy Quaid came back for some reason. Which We'll get to Randy Quaid. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. Uh, yeah, it'll, Randy, take, yeah. it'll take us five seconds, but hold on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Randy Quaid came back, but like it literally said like he was on the verge of a stroke or losing money or one of the combination. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. Sonny apparently has gone fucking crazy. Um, oh, and Dwayne's like really worried about him. And then JC just come, JC's been like traveling and like came back. So, from what I can tell, I may watch it just to see how desperately Peter tried to I, bring everything back together. I would advise not to. And here's why. Okay. Because of how the movie ends, this one. Yeah. I. I'd rather speculate on Sonny than no. Than because no, yeah. what Peter's done, if what you said is true, I don't like that direction for, for Sonny. No. I, you know, that's weird to me. I mean, again, I would have just kept focusing it on Sonny anyway, but um, well, instead yeah, of Dwayne. From what I can tell, the movie's more so it's about, about, Korea. That's good. about Dwayne and JC coming back together. I see. Even though Dwayne has a family. I see. Oh, so that's weird. Yeah, I I think you're right. That's a little sidewaysy to me. When I, I like when I read about it, I was like, okay, I might need to watch this. Yeah. Just to see, because people do not like. It's fascinating. Texas Hold on. Oh, there it, there it is. is right there. Yeah. Um, if people saw on the YouTube, Jeremy's on IMDb. Yeah, sorry, like, it, I already had it pulled up. So. <laughs> yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah, they're all back. You know. Um, but. I don't know. I may not. Or I may do. I may just disregard you altogether. And There's something. Yeah, I may do whatever you want. There's <laughs> something about. Like I said, I was going to save this revelation okay. for the end. There's but. something about this film and even just the title alone, The Last Picture Show. And, you know, with with the nostalgia and with the, the loss of time and the, the with, you know, the wishing things could be like they were. Mm-hmm. That's completely ruined by a sequel to me. I, I don't that, like that. No, I that may, well, we'll see what's. And the, the sequel is also based on a book. Really? So I don't know if they're this, they're part of the same. I think it is yeah. Uh, because yeah, um, yeah, Larry, uh, Larry, Mick. Oh my Murdy. god, Larry McMurdy. Um, um. Oh, he also wrote the screenplay to Brokeback Mountain, by the way. 
That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. That's a good movie. Um. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, so so Dwayne, we're so still Dwayne. on Dwayne. We're still on Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne. Um, yeah, I saw it as him forcing himself to grow up. Like, if I do these things, right. I can get her back. And once I think he enlists in the army, once he comes back, I think he realizes like number one, he was ashamed, which is why he didn't go see Sonny, because he fucked up Sonny's eye. Um, yeah, with that beer bottle, which we're gonna get to, because that's still JC's fault. Yeah, it is, and um. And I think that's why he didn't go see Sonny right away because he had yeah. been there for a, a while. Yeah, because yeah, everyone's like, "Yeah, have you seen Dwayne?" And he's like, "I didn't even know he was in town." Yeah, yeah. So I think that might be a little bit because I think, and again, fuck that sequel ruins it because <laughs> <laughs> because I would think he would be kind of over it. He's sort of like, you know what, man, that's the past. Like that's you know, JC's not for me. JC's bad. Bad news. Bad news, Bears. JC is bad news for both of us. So let's you know, let's just you know. Let bygones be bygones, yeah. and let's go. Let's go see one more movie together. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, because yeah, yeah, because that's exactly what it is. Because I think he is accepting, like, yeah, uh, we're. Because I mean, he asks about her, and you know, which I would assume one would do, but you know, he's like, well, you know, like, good for her, I guess. Whatever, you know? who cares? Um, Fine, let's do it. All right, Jay JC, Civil Shepherd. All right, so this character is written in such a fascinating way because I was ready to love JC, right? 100%. Yeah, I was ready to. I was like, because she's the typical, like, rebelling against her rich parents. Yeah, because, and then, like, it's the same thing um, with. Oh, fuck me. Lois. It's the same thing with Lois because I thought I wasn't going to like Lois. Right? Yeah. And it's completely the opposite. Do you think Peter Bogdanovich did that intentionally? Yes. I think this is on purpose because we're we're thinking this is gonna be your typical, you know like but daddy I love him kind of girl. Maybe, you know, or you know, do anything she can to rebel against and maybe not care so much about what other people are thinking. Or being saying. rich or hanging out with rich people who fucking cares. Yeah. Um I love Dwayne. He doesn't have a lot of money. Who cares? We have money. You married dad when he didn't have money. Who fucking cares? Um, yeah. But then... Uh, but then slowly but surely, and in in a very, you know, organic way. Yeah, not drastic, which I loved. It wasn't like a... She's sort of, you know, starting to... Starting to turn, right? Mm-hmm. And even to where... Her mom is like, I'm glad she left you, you know, when she did, because, you know, you would have been stuck dry. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. When, she when she's talking to Sonny. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's like, you know, it's good that she, she got that out of her system early, you know? Yeah. Or whatever, you know? It's yeah. Good that she didn't drag this on long. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Fuck. I was so upset because she, she did she did my boy Jeff Bridges dirty. She did. Um, definitely yeah and it's fucking Randy Quaid's fault it's, <laughs> it is Randy Quaid's fault okay here's our five seconds of Randy Randy Quaid's in the movie Randy Quaid's in the movie uh, I'm not gonna lie I was like I wonder if I'm gonna recognize him and, and as soon as I heard his, I was like no like, yeah, okay. there's Randy as um, soon as you see him you're like that's Randy Quaid well cause like when I first saw him it was a profile oh. and it didn't hit me immediately but oh, okay. as soon as he opened his fucking mouth like, oh, I was right. like oh it's there. there's there, uh, there he is there, oh, fuck. What's his character in Christmas Vacation? Uh, fucking Eddie. Eddie cousin right. Eddie. I was like, oh, there's Cousin Eddie right there. There he is. Shitter was full. Yeah. I... Dude. Um, Randy Quaid being an... I was expecting... I don't know. Like, I was expecting a 
different performance from him. For some reason, I was like, he's in the last picture show. That's a very prestigious movie. I'm expecting a prestigious performance. Hey! <laughs> and we got exactly what we wanted. And I was like, oh, that's just Randy Quaid. He, was, he, was um, he, he probably just rolled up to set one day and Peter Bogdanovich was like, hey, just go over there. Go over there, wear this. Yeah, wear this, say these things. Yeah. And he was just like, okay. You got right it. Here, hold, my, hold my squirrel. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a literal raccoon. <laughs> but so anyway, so Randy Quaid's in the movie. That's weird. Whatever. We'll move past it. Yeah. He invites... And this is where he... In my opinion, he plants the seed yeah. in JC. Now, he, so I would say of the things that happened between Dwayne and Sonny, JC is 99% responsible, but Lester was his character? I think so. Uh, well, yeah. Lester, uh, it was the other 1% because he plants the seed in JC. Like, hey, come to this party with a bunch of rich other people, you know, Last time his folks weren't there. And we all, we all, we're all skinny and gibbed. Yeah. You know? And that entices her. Here's, okay. So here's what I thought was going to happen. Okay? okay. Tell me. Tell I am me. so used to, I guess, what a, and now not so much, right? Mm-hmm. Now would this would not be the case. But uh, what I'm used to in, in situations like this in film. I'm used to her being like, ew, gross, you're ugly, get away from me. Because he's obviously not as good looking as, as Jeff Bridges, Br- Jeff Bridges, 19 so, year old Jeff Bridges. So I mean, I'm come like, on. that dude's a smoke show. So I'm like, what's going on? But again, we're, you know, I have to flip my brain back to, you know, they're not going to do that. And also it's, it's really about status at this point, right? Yeah. For, es- for JC, especially in 1951. So let me, all right, let me preface this with, I saw, um, this section of the film uh, at the pool scene talked about in a wonderful documentary about nudity and the history of nudity in film called mm-hmm. skin. It's amazing. It's on Hulu. Go check it out. Um, and they talk about this scene uh, okay. with Sybil Shepherd being, um, having to undress in front of everybody in, in this pool scene. Yeah. Which I thought I'm going to stop you right there just for a second. Sure. I thought for sure that was going to be the deal breaker for her. She's yeah. going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And dip. She doesn't. Yeah. Continue. So what Haley pointed out immediately and what I thought was pretty genius on Bogdanovich's part, if this was his idea, was music stops, talking stops. Right? Mm-hmm. It is silent. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, and it's very awkward. And it's very real. It's very in the moment, mm-hmm. right? It's heightening what JC's feeling is, you know, being nervous and, you know, yeah. um, her, her, maybe she's unsure. Maybe I should have stayed with, uh, with Dwayne. Maybe I shouldn't have come out of here. And then once she does it and she jumps in, we're fine. And then the music comes back and everyone starts laughing and everything's fine. Yeah. The same thing happens with Sonny and Ruth. Um, Oh my god, yeah. so awkward, so awkward. Which again is on purpose, right? Yeah. Um, it's it's very in the moment. It's very real. It's very much we're we're feeling every thought. Yeah. Every thought process that's going on, right? Um, with these two scenarios, mm-hmm. right? Um, one pushes JC further uh, away from Dwayne. The other is pushing. Um, Sunny towards Ruth, right? Yeah. But again, it's like it, it's it's such a weird 
not weird. It's an interesting um, technique to just drop music and just let sounds be sounds and let's let's let moments be moments, mm-hmm. right? Especially with uh, Sonny and Ruth. That was, oh, yeah. it, it was awkward, yes. Yeah. But it needed to be because this was something that Ruth wasn't sure about, mm-hmm. you know? She's, you know, she's putting herself out there. She's doing something out of her comfort zone. Something she shouldn't be doing, technically. Um, yeah. And, and then, of course, you know, Sonny is in that same way where he's like, I don't know, like... I'm into it, but, you know. I'm into it, but should I really be? Like, I don't know if I should be, whatever. Yeah. And it kind of becomes this known thing in the town where everyone knows that he and Ruth were Which together. Which is so interesting that it's brought up, but we don't... Sonny doesn't really face any repercussions. No. and From anyone. And I think that's fine. I think, again, this is old school, small town mentality. Where it's sort of like, if... If Lois is very unhappy in her marriage, she knows Ruth is too. Who cares? Right? Yeah, because, you know, Lois is, Lois be fucking too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, but hang on, we're not done with yeah, Jesse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but I wanted to point out those two scenes uh, that were just so, so devoid of distraction. Yeah. Right? That you're just in the moment. And I yeah. love that. Yeah. So back to Jason and Jesse. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, so she falls. She falls for Bobby Sheen. Well, yeah, that dude was handsome. Yeah. He was handsome, but he was a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit because uh, she wants to be with him because he's rich, just like her. And like you said, status is becoming a thing for her. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't date virgins. No, he doesn't. So she divides. Do you blame him? Um, <laughs> anyway, who's got the time? So yeah. she devises uh, a way to guarantee that she's no longer a virgin. Yeah. And she can kind of get what she wants, yeah. which is to cut Dwayne out and get with Bobby. Yeah. By telling Bobby on the senior trip, let's have sex. Yeah. But. Um, to Wichita Falls. To Wichita Falls. Yeah. Um, but Dwayne, unfortunately, probably taken aback. Uh, a man can't get up. No, I think a lot of it is, you know, her sort of cavalier attitude about it. Like, just come on. Like, let's. Yeah. Him just, you know, it was sort of like, like last minute, like, let's just do this. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, All those people waiting outside. Yeah. Which I thought she was messing around. And then he walks out and we and just got that. All waiting, they're right? all like. Oh. Um, and I love that Sonny being a bro is like. All right, come on, man. Let's go. And then, you know, that was the main turning point for for Jay-Z in my eyes. Yeah. Was her reaction to it and her just being super mean about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, again, she's, she just wants attention. She wants status. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because then, you know, he begs her, like, let me try again. I can do it. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. And then she cuts his ass off. Yeah. And... Um, Tries to get with Bobby. Bobby got himself married. Yep. So she didn't get what she wanted. No. And then eventually she um, she gets with Lois's boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, which is very odd. And what made it even odder was Lois knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because she heard his car. So she yeah. assumed. Yeah. Yeah. Which 
sidebar, what an absolute... It's a weird relationship. Yeah. But what an absolute legend of Lois. <laughs> that that dude was going to come over and fuck her in her house, and yeah. her husband was probably still there. Yeah. Dude. She's a... <laughs> yeah, dude. She's a legend. Anyway... <laughs> But yeah, because she heard his car, and then when she comes into the kitchen, here comes JC, and then she's like, oh. Right, and then she's not even, she's not mad. She's not mad about it, which, again, that was weird. Legend. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, legend. She's, she's like, legend. She's like, oh, she piped you, he piped you too? Nice. That's what's up. Um, <laughs> yeah, Haley, you know, thought, Haley thought that was really weird, because we were like, yeah. oh no, she's gonna she's she, gonna have sex with Lois' boyfriend, Lois' gonna be mad. I for sure thought she was gonna slap her. I was like, oh shit. And again, it's this movie's just subverting so many of my expectations because that's not where I thought the story was going to go. And, um, and then again, she's not, she's not getting what she wants. And so when, is it when Sonny dies? Not Sonny. I'm sorry. When Sam dies. Yes. Is when she, um, starts seeing Sonny. No. Sam dies. So I don't remember. It was yesterday. I should remember. Oh, I finished the movie today. Okay. Um, Lois mentions to JC that Sonny and Ruth have been a thing for about six months. Yeah, yeah. And JC immediately adopting the whole, like, I know he wants me mentality. Yeah. It's after the preacher's boy kidnapped that yes, three-year-old. you're right. Right. And she's like, come on, like, come drive in with me. Billy Joe? No. Um, Joe Bob. Joe Bob. Joe Bob... Um, who we see throughout the whole movie. Fascinating. Because, again, it was a direction the movie takes where I was like, that's a weird way to go. But I'm into it. Because it's sort of, again, it's sort of like people go in all different directions, right? Mm-hmm. He was um, in that, in the classroom, he was like, well, you know, if they accepted Lord Je- Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as their Savior, you know, we wouldn't have this. Or whatever, right? Oh, speaking of which, their teacher was in uh, Blazing Saddles. Really? Yeah, he was like, we present to you a laurel. Uh, I don't remember that. That's fun. Yeah. I didn't catch I that. I was like, I know that voice. And then as soon as his face came on screen, I was like, oh, it's the fucking, <laughs> it's a fucking laurel guy. <laughs> but of course, they're all, all their last names are Johnson. Right. So. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, um, but yeah, with, with him being the preacher's son and like him mm-hmm. being made fun of and him getting picked on and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I, I didn't consciously say we're going to see him again. Right. Yeah. Because, well, because. And Peter it's, had kind of sprinkled again, him around. Again, it's sort of like one of those organic things where yeah. it's like when they said Joe, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And then when they said kidnap some girl, I go, that's weird. And then the girl got out of the car. I go, that's young. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, Jesus. Um, and so, it, again, it's sort of like this this town, like the where people end up is sort of like, mm-hmm. I think where that story was sort of going, like, look where Joe Bob ended up, right? Yeah. Look where he started, look where he's at, ew, right? Like, yeah. that's sort of interesting. That's gross. Not necessarily important to the story at all. No, it's, right? it's more of a, like, hey, we haven't checked on this character. Or whatever, right? Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, th- things are starting to change, mm-hmm. right? And again, it, it's sort of like, you know, why... I I love this title so much, Last Picture Show, because it's sort of like things change. Yeah. Things go away. Uh, things don't end up where you think they will, right? Yeah. And Joe Bob is a great example of that, and I think that's why he's in there. I think that's the important bit yeah. of Joe Bob's um, kind of arc. arc. That's not his right. three scenes in the whole movie. Yeah. 
Um, I love how mean the coach is being to him, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like coaches were allowed to talk to people back then like that. That's awesome. Call them piss ants. Dude, yeah. That's so good. Uh, okay. So, so JC very much being like, uh, I want him. No one else can have him. And starts to turn Sunny with her wiles. Yeah. They never have sex. But he he's so infatuated with her. Yeah. And I think it's the situation of, wow, the popular girls well, talking to me? Well, it has always been because her introduction to the film is through his eyes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's sort of like, a, it's an extreme close-up of her. And you're like, whoa. Like, JC's here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... And then you see his dumpy girlfriend. Who fucking cares? Uh, uh, Charlene, or whatever. Uh, Such a Texan name. dude. And when she, well, like I said, I was kind of taken aback when she like takes her bra off. I'm like, oh, titties. Do right, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah. So then, uh, then of course, when Dwayne comes to visit after being in Odessa, getting that nice ass Mercury. Yeah. Um, they get into a fight because he. Dwayne still loves JC. Yeah. And he loves her deeply. She may not love him, but he deeply loves her. Right. So they get in a fight, and JC and Sonny decide they're going to elope. Yes. And I think for Sonny, it's more so so he can finally have sex with her. Maybe, yeah. And then for for JC, it's I want want attention, basically, because she's like, if we get married... Oh no, I hope my parents don't fight, but she left a note. I had to leave a note. Right. And then it's like, uh oh, I hope they don't call the cops. I hope people don't find out. I think she actually, I mean, obviously, she definitely was hoping this stuff would happen. Um, But yeah, dude, fuck JC, man. I know. And then that's it. And then that's the end of JC because. The last we hear about her, she goes to college and she's. In Dallas. She's been in Dallas. Fuck JC. But again, this is where, you know, this is where Lois becomes really interesting because. In the beginning, you're like, she's just going to be one of those overbearing mothers who... One of those trophy moms. Right, or yeah. whatever, right? It's just like, you should date rich people, blah, blah, blah. But then it's sort of like, you know, it's almost like she's saving Dwayne, right? Because yeah. she can see the sort of toxicity that is... Her daughter? JC, yeah. And yeah. trying to talk her into dumping him. I think she was trying to save Dwayne. I think so, too. I think... I think she recognized in both Sonny and Dwayne that these two boys, even though Dwayne, although a little misguided, because, you know, he never owned up to the fact that he had a part to play in Billy's prostitute thing. I think she saw that they were good boys. Yeah. And JC will and could have ruined them both. Right. And so I think you're right. I think she was like, that's why she was so adamant. Like, oh, you need to get with a rich guy. And then, of course, we get that um, that wonderful reveal that she was the one that got away with, with Sam, Sam. And she was the one that coined Sam the Lion. And Do you know why people call him that? Because I called him that. And, you know, that that story is now complete for yep. us, the audience, that... Well, yeah. and I, and again, you know, you've been saying it a lot organically. I love that Sonny figures it out yeah. organically. He's like, "You're the one he took swimming, aren't you?" And she's like, "He told you about that." And you're like, "Oh my <gasps> god!" Like, ah. you know, holy shit! And you know, they just love each other so much. And mm-hmm. I, I grew up with mom loving the story of 
coincidentally, Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. Spencer Tracy is, of course, in the movie they see in the beginning of the movie. Oh. Um, they go see Father of the Bride um, oh. with him and um, Liz Taylor. That's who that was in the beginning when they go to the movies. Oh, um, okay. So their love was unrequited because they could never be together they were either one of them was married the other one was married they were never together and they loved each other so much so i always grew up with that story um so coincidentally spencer tracy's in the movie um and you know you just i just feel that that you know that unrequited love and you're like oh man you know what i mean like they they could have made it and they really truly loved each other very much yeah um and it just wasn't meant to be you know um yeah yeah and it's and it is sort of sad too, but I think I love the the twisted lows, and of course Ellen Burstyn, oh. just oh. and again Crushed. she comes on screen and go, that's what she used to look like. I was like, Dude. Jesus, she was a smoke show, a smoke show. Uh, and thank God she's still alive. Oh my gosh, Ellen Burstyn's the best. Thank God she's anytime still alive. she's on in anything. I you know since Requiem, I saw that probably too young, and <laughs> I I just love anything she's in. I'm like, oh sweet Ellen Burstyn, she's amazing oh yeah um yeah and i love i love that again you've been saying it the 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 subversion of expectations that yeah i for sure was like oh, we're gonna fucking hate her right yeah and then she's actually revealed to be actually very sweet and caring and right not what you would expect from a trophy wife no at all no not at all um you know and i love <laughs> i love that when her parent when jc's parents or her and her husband Catch up with them, and he's like, he can walk for all I care, <laughs> and and Lois is like, come on, yeah, come on, like, come on, I'll drive you back. Um, I just, I, I loved it so much. Um, okay, now we do need to finish out Sonny and Ruth's sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to get to Ruth because a Cloris yeah. Leachman, um, this movie won two Oscars. She was one. Dude, um, if we didn't say it enough, she is absolutely amazing. Yeah. In our Young Frankenstein episode, she is the best. Yeah. Uh, when I mentioned uh, Ashley's meme on Paul last night, which is I think it's like a year or two after this, where seventy four, I guess. So it'd be three years. Three. Damn. Damn it, Mel Brooks locked her in. Yeah. Well, then again, then again, you know, in our time, if you've got like an Oscar or two, it's hard for movies that would be considered smaller to lock you in. But yeah. But anyway. But when I mentioned that to Ashley's mom and Paul that we were doing this, her paw was like, he's like, oh, yeah, and then Cloris Leachman. He's like, of course, my favorite role is Frau Bruhan. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I was like, Jeremy loves Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, I didn't realize she was in it until Ashley's mom mentioned it. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching it tonight when we leave here. And she's like, yeah, you know, Jeff. She doesn't, her, her mom doesn't dislike the movie. She thought it was weird. But I think maybe I think because it's subverse expectations. Yeah. Right. It it goes in directions you're not expecting because yeah. that's how life is. Right. Yeah. But then she was like, yeah, you know, and Cloris Leachman. I was like, oh, um, uh, I'm sorry, sorry. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and she also looks great. And yeah. she, you know, it's the first time I'm seeing her really not playing a character. It seemed uh, just so she was just so great. Dude. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh, she's so good. Absolutely tremendous. Yeah, I was playing this sort of depressed housewife. Yeah. That I did want to ask you. Yeah. Do you think she was bored as well? Because I know for sure she was 100% depressed. Well, yes. She was 100% depressed. 
the clinic has something to do with with her depression. I think. Mm-hmm. I think maybe there's something up with her. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, was it a woman's clinic? I don't remember. Is that what it was? Because remember. if so, she may have gotten some terrible news. Maybe that she can have children or something. I don't know. Maybe. Um, they didn't seem to have children. No. Um, she's in a loveless marriage, like everyone in this fucking town. Do you think that's probably why the coach didn't care that Sonny was banging her? Maybe not. I, you know, they never really talk about him after that well, a lot. Well, and the coach walks by Sonny towards the end of the movie. And, yeah. and you know, I was expecting Sonny to spill the beans or him to be like, I know what you've been doing or... You know, beat the shit out of Sonny. Yeah. He just walks right by. Him. No, like it's it's fine, you know. Yeah. Or maybe he still doesn't know, right? Um, and 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 what hard a, to believe, but what a dent if that was true, like what a dense guy that you don't know that the kid you used to coach in high school is banging your wife. You know, that's sort of like that's sort of the trope of the the husband who's being cheated on. They're always the last the to know. Cock. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but so when okay so i it did break my heart when you realized that ruth was waiting on him that day Dude. i know right and then he yeah. sort of like cuts her off completely is what it seems like right? yeah well because this because because jc has gotten him so yeah jc's the worst poisoned because ruth yes she was older but I think they were bringing out the best in each other. Mm-hmm. It is sort of a, an unexpected love story between uh-huh. the two of them. But JC had her hooks by that point so deep into Sunny yeah. that he was like, I, I got to cut her off. Yeah. And so I think the, obviously the scene that wins her the Oscar is, is when, her, is her. Yeah. Dude. And when she's just so sick of apologizing to everyone all the time where you know, she she deserves apologies, right? Yeah. She's the one who's been hurt. She's not hurting other people, right? Mm-hmm. And once she finally realizes that, you know, it's sort of a breakthrough moment for her. Um, it, it's sort of like your your classic uh, battered woman who's finally had enough and is, you know, realizes her worth and realizes, you know, whatever. Yeah. That trope or whatever. Um, I loved it. Yeah, loved 100%. It every, every minute that she was talking. I was, I was, I was sort of like, I was like, why is she shaking so bad? And then when she fucking throws yeah. that coffee cup, I was like, Oh, Oh shit. I was like, she's mad. Yeah. And that monologue, one of the Oscar hundred percent, hundred percent. If, if that didn't, I would hope it's just her performance as a whole, right. but for sure that monologue secured that. And then of course, um, this, this bleeds into the final shot where, you know, where Sonny is just so broken. Because he's already lost Sam, he's already lost Billy, right? Mm-hmm. Dwayne's not there, um, and he's losing Ruth as we speak, right? Yeah. You know, as you know. Yeah, and I, and I love that he doesn't say anything. I love that there's no, there's no please, no please, you know, please, uh, you know, I can fix this, you know, please just stay with me. Yeah, I just love it was a simple. He just offered his hand. Yeah, like just hold my hand, please. Yeah, yeah. And and then she's comforting him, and then we get that shot of the strip. Uh, just being so desolate and empty and then the movie's over. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Now, I will say, um, I wish it had been normal credits because it kind of took me out of the feeling of yeah. of it being so desolate and so empty. 
And then, then we get the, the... And how things change so much and how, you know, we can't keep things forever. And then it's like, Timothy Bottoms as uh, Sonny. And I was as, like, oh, okay. As Sonny Crawford. I yeah. turned it off immediately. I was like, I can't handle that. You're saying it's it's how you felt after finishing being there. Yes, it's absolutely how I felt after finishing being there because it ruins it. it. It takes you out of it. Um, Do you think you did that? I don't know. It, you know, it's uh, not... It wasn't an unpopular thing uh to how to end movies, you know what I mean? Um, well, I mean, you know, it done a million times. That's how our that's how our that's how our uh, lost episode, Rocky Horror, uh, ends. Yeah, you're right. We will eventually Do redo Rocky Horror. Just probably uh, next season. Give, who give it a while. Who knows? Um, I still need to forget what I said. So it doesn't. Sound I don't rehearsed. even remember what I said. Oh well, good for you. All right. <laughs> We've um, done too many movies since then. Yeah. Um, was that supposed to be like a Halloween episode or some shit? I don't, I don't remember. remember. Um, Maybe. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see. I could see that because yeah. it didn't really take me out of it. Just because as soon as Jeff Bridges came back up, I was like, like, Ah, Jeff. I was like, I paused it and I showed one of my employees. I was like, Look how fucking handsome this guy is. I mean, I was like, Now, granted, he still looks great. So good. He's he's aged so well. Yeah. I was like, But look, look at the smoke show. Yeah. Um, and then, but then I turned it off. I was like, All right, cool. Finish the movie now. Um, but I can see what you're saying. Like, it had Peter just rolled credits, normal credits. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, man, you know? My stars. Let me clutch my pearls. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, man. It would have been a lot heavier, I think. Which yeah. is what I wanted, really. From... Well, and I think... I th- see, now that we're discussing it... Did which... you watch the director's cut, by the way? I did. So, I started watching my Criterion version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got too tired. Oh, I got, I got tired. to a little tie tie. And so I watched about half the movie last night, mm-hmm. and then today I finished the second half, but I rented it on iTunes, and it was the director's cut. Okay. Which I couldn't tell the difference. Okay. Because I was able to pick it up right where I'd left off, because mm-hmm. I made sure, I was like, because I saw a director's cut. The director's cut is on the criterion that you have. Oh. Then that's why I didn't feel any I different. don't know if it gave you the option, right? Oh, I just hit play. Okay. When, I, when I popped in my criterion, I just hit play. So mine, um, I also have the criterion, but I used, I, I did, yeah, but I, I did the Columbia Classics one instead. Oh. Because I was like, oh, what's wanted, the difference? Well, I wanted to watch it in 4K. I thought it'd be cool. But the theatrical is the only one in 4K. Really? The director's cut was on Blu-ray. I was like, fuck it, Blu-ray. Oh, okay. I thought you went ahead and finished it, so. I was like, fuck it. Fuck you it. Know? Spent $200 on this shit. Yeah, I didn't, thank God. Uh, but um, I was just wondering if you had watched the, you know, yeah, no, or whether, whether it ended the same way, because it is longer. Uh, it's about. Yeah, because the director's cut, when I saw that it was two hours and six minutes, I was like. About 10 minutes longer, maybe? I was like, Jesus Christ. I think. It's about 10 minutes longer? Because it was, it was about 11 o'clock which, by that point. Which is a lot. 10 minutes is a lot to put into yeah, a movie. It so, really is. Uh, which is funny because for the last three days I've been talking. I don't know why. I guess because of all the shakeup with it, DC. But I've been talking about the Batman a lot. And I keep saying how you and I wanted it at least two hours longer. Yeah. And someone was like, why? I don't know. I was enjoying it. Because like, you know? it was fun. Yeah, it was a good I movie. I didn't want it to end. It was a good movie. I don't... Whatever, Look, I don't have to explain myself to you and my love of the Batman. Yeah, I don't have to explain it. Um, anyway, yeah, no, um, I'm going to be real. I wouldn't have even known. Had I had I finished it mm-hmm. uh, Thursday night, no, sorry, Friday night when I started it, mm-hmm. I would have never known and, until today Okay. that there was so a director's far, cut. So far, I haven't said anything that you were like, what are you talking about? So I think it's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Sorry, what? Like, what? That didn't I, happen in mine. What, are you what do about? you mean, Billy dies? Yeah, what are you talking about? That didn't happen. The one that be nuts if they. <laughs> that was what they cut out, <laughs> dude. Oh By the my way, god! Without looking it up, did you know what the last movie was that they saw? No, I thought it was. Oh, the... oh, I saw John Wayne. Yeah, I saw John Wayne, and I was like, "Ooh, it's not the Cowboys." I think that would be that's later, yeah. right? But it felt like that. It was Red River. Oh, yeah. I had to look it up. I had no idea. I just I was like, John Wayne. It could be this, this, or this, right? Which uh, is interesting because then, of course, you know, Jeff Bridges would be in a remake of a classic John Wayne movie, right? But of course, that version is more based on the book. Miss me with that. I love the Coen's version of True Grit. Yeah, I do. I love because it, what how I justified it as not just a remake is that it was based more on the book yeah. versus just a remake. Right. So anyway, miss me with that. But yeah. So they they went on Red River and then that was it. Which. Um, Correct my memory. Okay. But Red River is sort of, it's sort of a tale of friends. Right? I can look at it. Yeah, it probably is. Have you um, ever seen Red River? No. You don't know the American classic Shut of up. John Wayne? Shut up. Uh, never seen a single John Wayne movie. You've never seen John Wayne movie? Okay. Well, never then, seen a single uh, <laughs> Look who's schooling who now. Um, yeah, it's a it's a cattle drive movie, so it's a it's more so, of a, uh, it's a traveling movie. Well, which which kind of fits for Sonny and Dwayne in that moment, because Dwayne quite literally is about to travel to Korea. And Sonny... I wouldn't try to force it too bad. I'm, um, no, I'm going to. Let me force it. I wouldn't try. It It is interesting that um, these aren't new movies that they're showing yeah. at the movie theater, right? They're old or older. Like this one came out in 48, right? Um, yeah, so that oh wow, three year old movie in in the terms of the. I was kind of hoping okay. I was kind of hoping it'd be in color, like they're watching a movie in color, but we're seeing it in black and white. But that'd it's be a black, tight. But it's a black and white. That'd be tight. Um, let me see when Father of the Bride came out. Um, um, okay. Uh, can I tell you? Absolutely. How? Because I'm gonna gush real quick back on Jeff Bridges. His wardrobe in that movie was fucking oh yeah, it was fired. It awesome. Okay, nineteen fifty, so it was newer, but um, his shirts were the shit. Yeah, his shirts were really cool. Uh, yeah. And JC still didn't want to stay with him. I know it's oh, ridiculous. It makes no sense. Bitch, I know it makes no sense. She, but he doesn't. He doesn't have a duck bill hairdo. So, yeah. uh, the breaks. Now here's an oops I forgot. Oops I forgot. Yeah, I loved that. Um, I don't know, it, it, it seems like a nostalgia thing, but you could probably do this in 71 also, I would assume, uh, is just pick up and go somewhere. Like when they oh, go to Mexico. when they go to Mexico, yeah. yeah. And of course... Like, come on, man, let's get out of here. Let's just go to Mexico. Staying with, you know, again, the sort of structure of the film where we're not going to... I'm not going to take you out of Texas. That's crazy. That's dumb. We're just going to show them... I don't have that in the budget. We're yeah. just going to show them coming back. I love that we saw them going and we saw them coming back. I, I loved that. That we're that we're not spending a lot of time out of this town, right? Because yeah. that's kind of the whole thing. Well, and right? of course, this is uh, you know continuing with the oops I forgot. This is when they get the reveal that Sam died while they yeah. were gone. Oh. The, the over the weekend while they were fucking partying in Mexico, Sam died of a stroke, which also is right. a very Texas thing. I've learned they just kind of always seem to chalk it up to a stroke. Yeah, yeah, a stroke. Like okay, oh okay, um, but uh, we, I love that we, uh, we were talking about that off mic that <laughs> they come back hungover, and Dwayne's like, 
Give me some more of them Tums. Yeah. You ate them all before we even got to San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. And he's just like, oh, yeah. The accents weren't bad, by the way. Well, see, and again, man, you know, Jeff, this isn't, well, this will, for him, this is the first time he's played a Texan, but it won't be the last, you no. know. I think Jeff. His course, gets better and better. His uh, you know, And better. shout out to Hell or High Water. Yeah. You could have told me that Jeff grew up in fucking East Texas. Yeah. Grew up on a ranch and I would have been like, okay. Okay. That makes okay. sense. Completely um, makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he isn't from Texas, it makes it all the more. It's impressive. Yeah. It's better, you know, because you forget that the dude is in California. Right. Yeah. You know, but, but yeah, man. But the uh, accents were good. Accents were great. Um, I mean, and it's, so in terms of our real life, I was like, this feels, this feels very Texas. This feels yeah. very, well, even, it's very small town Texas. So the, these are, of course, at the time, 1951 and two, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the towns were like this where, yeah. um, I don't know how it is in other states, but in Texas, um, towns started with the courthouse and you build around it. So the center of the town, which is usually really? the town square, uh, the courthouse is right in the center. Is that true? Yep. That's so interesting. Yeah. Except our courthouse. Our town is not like that. They tore our courthouse down, didn't it they? It was built after the fact. Um I They guess. tore the old one down because now it's that fucking building. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, well, at a, at a time, it might have been the center. That, but that makes sense because, so, when Ashley and I go to Austin, you know, we go through yep. Eden and Brady. Yep, Brady, and you go through Mason, they're the same. They're all the same. And then even I mean, we don't really go through Mason, but Sterling we... Sterling City's the same way. Yeah, dude. They all have town squares. Dude, small... Well, I'm going to be 100%. <laughs> we don't stop on our way to Austin. We never stop in Garden City or Sterling City. No, of course not. You don't need to stop. Fuck that shit. Uh, I would be terrified really? stopping in those towns because so they, they living in a small town would freak me out okay. like i've told ashley ashley said that she would love to live in a small town like like when we were in unintentionally following y'all uh, to the oh wedding. yeah um when we went through fuck i don't know what town we went through um but ashley was like you know i'd love to live in a small town like this and i was like i was like i mean if you want to i was like but here's the problem and she immediately was on the same way living with me which is what we saw in this movie, everyone's in each other's business. Haley is from a small town. And I don't like that. It's, it is fascinating. It is literally like that because we'll be, we'll go to her hometown and then, I mean, dude, it is exactly like that. I it's crazy because don't like that. she'll just tell me stories about all the, and then the people still live there. You know what I mean? And and she'll, oh, and they live over there. They still do. And then, oh, they, they used to live there. Now they live over there. And everybody knows everybody. Right oh, there's that, there yeah. is grudges that just are deep. See, and that's know? what scares me the most and too like, is the that's... grudges. Like, have no one ever seen the burbs? There's there's there are bridges that are burnt and will never be rebuilt. You know Dude. what I mean? And you know what I mean? My kids will hate his kids. It's amazing. Yeah, the see, small the small town stuff is amazing. Well, see, it just freaks me out. Now, granted, going through Eden, we do stop in Eden. Well, it's mainly for bathroom breaks. Uh, oh, I don't do those. We uh, we stopped in Eden on the way back from Austin this last time, and Ashley was hungry, and I was like, "Well, we're literally forty five minutes away from San Angelo. Do you want to stop there?" She's like, "No, let's stop at the Dairy Queen." So here's what I do. Okay. okay. Tell, tell me what you do. I gas up. Okay. I go to San Angelo. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. I gas up. Uh huh. 
I go to Austin. Really? No, that's a lie. I go. <laughs> I, I have to because I just learned something interesting. No, I have to go to Brady, uh, and and gas up, and then I can fucking go. We so we. I have to stop. It's it's because it's far. <laughs> I I learned that thanks to your bachelor party when you were so mad at me. You were like, just keep fucking going. Just keep fucking. But I had to pee. Yeah. So just mine you as well. Have so much gas. We can make it there so, and back. Well, so I, I tested that this last time going to Austin. I was like, I was like, we're gonna stop in San Angelo just for a pee break, snack break, whatever. I was like, but I'm not gonna fill up. And Ashley was like, Are you sure? I'm like, I'm 75 percent sure. I lied to you just then. Well, we did make it to Brady. What I do is, yeah, I go to Brady. Yeah. It's on the way back. I have to stop in San Angelo. Well, no, so it's you, that weird sort of like they're not necessarily in the middle. Yeah, that's. That's exactly what we did because yeah. I, we we went through San Angelo. This is sorry, everyone. Hang on. This is riveting. But see, for people at yeah, home. it ties in. It ties in. We're still talking about Texas. I guess. I just I I just I took a gamble. <laughs> I completely forgot we were recording for a second. It's okay. I took a gamble, but I took a gamble this time and it paid off. So yeah, I made it all the way to Brady, gassed up. Made it to Austin and then did exactly what you said. Hate this. Now that I realize we were still recording, <laughs> I, I'm mad now. It's it's um, it's okay. Anyway, we're moving on. Okay, last picture show. I loved it. Tremendous film. I Absolutely. love everything about it. Even my hatred of Jay Z. I love everything about this movie. I, I think it, I think it's a situation of she was written so we could love to hate. Of her. course. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, it. There's a reason why people talk about the way they do i mean it's on like it's in the thousand movies you must see before you die it's on you know i mean it's well now i can check that off lots of top tens um my mom saw it recently so really yeah like as in she rewatched it or finally saw she may have seen it for the first time i don't remember Hmm. um well great now she she... was surprised this was my first time really (laughs) yeah she goes i thought she'd seen it before no no do you would you now seeing it would you have been like i would have remembered oh yeah i would have definitely remembered <laughs> this movie is amazing yeah 100 percent. um yeah man and now next week i'm gonna fucking ruin it <laughs> yep so let's get to it shall okay we? so now that we're kind of getting back into everything uh jeremy's leaving me again again so i know in preparation holidays man in preparation for christmas coming up uh, I coerced him to once again do at least one more Christmas movie. Uh, we took off a movie. Now, were you upset that I took off the Florida Project? No. Okay, good. I've seen it before, so that's fine. Okay, good. Um, so we are going to do another Christmas movie. Um, I may release it on Monday the 26th. Okay. Because you, you're all going to be with your families on the 25th, so... We'll do it on the. I'll release it on the twenty sixth. Okay. That way, people can yeah. And so we'll do. I'll do the. We'll do the audio Monday and the video Tuesday. Okay. Or I might do both on Monday. I'd be doing both on Monday. Who cares? I don't know. That's a future rain problem. That is a future rain. Problem. Uh. Anyway, so next week, um, for Christmas, we will be discussing, uh, the man who invented Christmas. Whatever. <laughs> uh. It'll be a short episode, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe Who knows? it's fucking great. I don't know. I haven't seen it. So I, I will be amazed if you come over and what you're was like, the, What's the guy's name? Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. Yeah, he's uh, good. I like it, it. If anyone has seen Legion on FX, he's amazing. Uh, more, he is good. More recently, if you saw him in the remake of Beauty and the Beast, yep. he was the Beast. Um, or sure. he's in uh, Welcome to Chippendales on oh, is Hulu. He? Yeah. Um, 
You've seen it before. Um, there's a great horror film on Netflix called The Apostle. He's in. Oh my god! I can't believe it, dude. Yeah. I purely watched it just for him. It's and great. Fucking loved it. Fucking, um, fucking Michael Sheen. Michael dude. Sheen, oh, dude. The best. Dude, that movie was legit. It was genuinely terrifying. The Apostle, man. You got to see that shit. So, yeah, so good. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, um, he plays uh, Charles Dickens, and he's writing the book. Yeah, dude. I, we'll I will openly admit on camera, if you were like, dude, this is the best movie This ever. is the best movie I've ever seen. I would be like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now we have to do a three-hour-long episode. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, again, coercing Jeremy into doing another Christmas movie. Uh, but this this time it's not forced. It's just it just happens. I don't like, do it. I don't give a shit. Um, as where I forced you to do Santa Claus. Yeah, you know uh, I love that movie. Yeah, uh, so do I. Um, you know, because we're children of broken homes. So, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, so everyone, we hope you enjoyed uh, the last picture show. Sorry that we rambled so much, but literally it's our first episode in two fucking weeks. I forgot how. Yeah. And we will see you next week for The Man That Invented Christmas. Elijah was a wooden Indian standing by the door. He fell in love with an Indian maid over in the antique store. Elijah just stood there and never let it show. So she could never answer yes or no.